What's happening, brother? Bruce. <laughs> What's up, man? Ain't nothing much, man. Ain't nothing much. Just uh, another Tuesday evening here with Music is the Key. Yes. Uh, for those who are maybe tuning in for the first time, I'm Bruce Phillips. Got my partner, Daryl. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we do this thing every Tuesday live, live and you direct. You know, sharing music expressing feelings um yeah just uh trying to sharpen ourselves you know indeed how you feeling man i'm doing all right man i'm doing all right uh you know if i can quote fonzie thornton real quick you know i I work (laughs) for a living and uh you know so i'm a little tired but at the end of the day i'm looking forward to uh music is the key so give me a little Pepper my step, you know what I'm saying? You didn't think I was gonna start off with a Fonzie Thornton, <laughs> bro? I yeah. didn't. I didn't even know nobody was quoting Fonzie Thornton outside of Tawatha. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. man, I'm gonna make sure. I, I'm gonna make sure I send her that clip too. I'm gonna send her that so he can see that. He'll definitely. He'll like that. <laughs> how about just how about you say how you been? I've been real good, man. As you see, man, just churning out these shows. Like that's really where where it is right now with me, man. It's no time for nothing else. It's so pretty outside, but it's about these shows right now. So I'm turning these yeah, shows. Yeah, man. I saw you um did the uh the interview with uh the brother from Intro. Buddy White. Buddy White Buddy from White. Intro, yeah. Yeah, that's one just, of the founding members, today. man. He had, huh? Did that just drop today or yesterday? Yesterday. It dropped on yesterday, man. Um I'm working i'm working man trying to get another um i have a little i got a couple a couple people that's going to start helping me work with those so that's going to help me out in the process to take a little bit more out of my hands just to keep it more on the uh from my side more on just to let me just interview you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm gonna let other people edit videos and you know things like that man time to start using up not using other people but employing other people you know what i'm saying Cause they're coming in so quick i can't do it all you know and i'm learning that man I, I just can't do it all i used to try to do everything you know that's small-minded thinking you just kind of gotta you know when when it's just you yes that's different but still when you get to a certain you start building up things you can't do it all man <laughs> you drive yourself crazy and you won't have no type of personal life you know mm-hmm. that's oh, what's yeah. really more important I definitely understand that, man. And, uh, you know, we live in a world of 7 billion plus people. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It'd be a shame if we just stayed to ourselves um, all the time. You know, as a matter of fact, that would be antithetical um, to human nature, man. Um, it doesn't just doesn't jive with human nature. We're social by nature. You know, we all like to recoil and, and get in our bags. But at the same time, we need each other to survive. We need communication and why not to survive and that's really why music is the key man yeah um i'm gonna tell you what was even funnier i i I call myself going out like i've been uh taking meetings i finally like wisened up toward management so i've been taking meetings with these management teams man and uh bruce some of these folks are just so fake bro (laughs) oh this is the most exclusive restaurant in the los angeles area this is what this lady tells me walk in the door and the young lady just happened to be somebody i knew from a recording studio so i was like hey she was like 
oh hey Daryl. And the lady and her assistant are looking at each other like, oh, they know you in here. Oh no, she does. She's a background singer. <laughs> it's just like, why, man? You know what I'm saying? But I get it. You know, everybody's on their own thing. You know, I'd have to imagine that there's plenty, plenty fine establishments in the LA metropolitan area. The most sought after restaurant in the Los Angeles. Like, bro, you're not selling me the restaurant, bro. I I don't even eat what's on this menu. What do you want? I, can I just get like a, a little salad and some croutons? You know what I'm saying? Oh, you don't want a steak? I don't even eat that. I don't eat that. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm just learning to adapt, man, and learn these, you know, you, Trying to play the game, some I never really did. You know, I never really played the game. Um, I always kind of did things under my own. But when you want to go to certain levels, you know, certain people are connected a little more, you know, and you just got to kind of go with it. You can only take yourself for so far. So, yeah, look at Prince down here just chilling. <laughs> what's happening, P? What's happening, man? Yeah, he's down there chilling. I'm like, what's going on down here? It's two princes down here. What you got for us this week, brother? Hey, man. So um, a lot of y'all saw the flyer. Um, I thought it was me last year during the pandemic. I was like, how did y'all get a picture of me and my friends? He like, because that's the way I was looking like Mickey Mouse on that cover. <laughs> you see, I got on a hat today, so you know what it's already about, bro. <laughs> So for those of y'all who may be a little confused by what Daryl's talking about, uh, I'll get to that in a moment. But um, so the flyer for this week's show was um, for an album by a group, a one-off group entitled Universal Jones, right? Uh, the album's called Volume One. And this group is led by the uh, composer, lyricist, uh, musician, Eugene McDaniel, Eugene McDaniels, who's right there in the corner, just chilling off in the cut. And then the guy Daryl was referencing. <laughs> That's how I was looking last year during the pandemic, bro. <laughs> um, sorry. So that's, uh, and for those who want to know, that is Maurice McKinley. Uh, he is a Virgo, Moon and Capricorn. Scorpio rising. Don't know what that means. Uh, he plays drums, percussion, and he provides the spiritual inspiration on this album. So, uh, so yeah. So we're providing combs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny, man. You know, back in the day, not even back in the days, but not even very long ago, just rocking the cut like that wasn't a thing. You know what I'm saying? And nowadays, it's like a thing, like, you better not walk around like that, boy. You get chewed out, bro. Come on, bro. Come on. I mean, if, I mean, if it comes to that, and I'm, you know, I'm good, man. You know what I mean? I was, yeah, I don't think you look. You're not anywhere like my man Maurice uh, McKinley. No, he, he can pick. Maurice. He can pick that. He can pick that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah, Universal Jones, uh, Gene McDaniel's or Eugene McDaniel's. Um, he, he scored his first hits in the early 60s. Um, I think like his first hit may have been A Thousand Pounds of Clay, I think is the name of the song title. Uh, but he, he wrote a bunch of big songs um, for uh, 
you know, black artists in the 60s, songs that got covered by many artists, really. Um, he probably he, he could have his own songbook in popular music. Um, but he did some really, really progressive work. Um, and not just on a musical tip, but um lyrically, uh when he put out his debut album, I don't uh, I think Outlaw was his debut album, then followed up by Headless Heroes of the Apocalypse, which is which costs a million and one dollars these days because Tribe Called Quest sampled it 30 years ago. Um, so, but Universal Jones still kind of flies under the radar for some reason. Um, so if you find a copy, grab it. Um, it's an awesome album from front to back, especially if you like um if you like the soulful music that existed in the 70s um not just like off radio and deep corner deep pockets of the nation but like on radio there was a there was a time when there was a mix of like soul like rock music and like focus stuff and it kind of just all blended together and um or at least that, that's my perspective. Um, and Eugene McDaniels really, um, he may have not had radio hits as a solo artist, but the music is there just the same. And I think you guys are going to understand what I'm talking about when I play the song I picked out today, which is called Feeling That Glow. Now, the songs on this album, um, they don't have the deep subject matter of his other works, at least not on a surface level, but um, it's just really, really good music. It makes, it makes me feel good. And I've spoken about it before on this show, but I really like music that reminds me of my childhood in, in some way. Um, and I think a lot of the sounds on this album are sounds that in styles are that I was used to hearing growing up. Um, from my parents playing stuff. So uh, without any further ado, Universal Jones, Feeling That Glow. Jones, 
feeling that glow. Uh, it's credit. The writing is credited to all the band members on the album. Mm. Um, Equal splits. Yes, but I like to uh, point out a few artists who are playing on this album who I think deserve some shine. Um, Thad Jones on trumpet, uh, Pepper Adams on bar baritone sax, Billy Harper on tenor sax, Carol Kay, um, bassist. It was just her birthday, maybe two, two, three days ago. Pioneering female bassist who played on thousands of sessions in the 60s, 70s, and probably beyond. Um, I want to say she was based out of LA too. Uh, so, what year did you say that album was, Bruce? This is '72. You know that that puts me so much in the mind of like early Rufus, um, Rufus and Shot. Yeah, because I know a lot of. Um, it, it, it's funny and um, a lot of groups in that time. It was like a lot of like rock groups would always have like the sister singer as a lead. You know, it during that time and I that's someone I, that i've never talked to someone in that period but i would be interested like what was it about those sounds that blended shaka khan would probably be the best person to ask you know for something like that right, she definitely right. would know it's um it's really interesting man when you when you think about it um like because back in the day and in, in this period 72 you know on the mu like musical charts you know the music was still called like black music chart you know what i mean that yeah was the black music you know yeah. black music chart yeah um it was called that to the late 80s really yeah um and that's you know and that's a term that you know is used in like a positive positive connotations nowadays but back then it was like uh like a like a constricting it was thing, you know what i mean like yo we're gonna like, put you in the black music division Right, right. I don't like, make that. I make music for everybody. No, but right. you going over there. <laughs> and um, and artists had a lot less control during those times. Um, when it came to um trying to release certain things that they wanted to, which is amazing because we look back at those times and we're thinking like, wow, all this pioneering music came out during these times. But it was really people really had to fight and struggle to be able to release the music that they wanted to release, have yeah. their own publishing. You know what I'm saying? And it's um, still a fight. <laughs> yeah, the publishing thing is still a fight. And and um, you know, for them just to have that freedom of sound to feel like, you know, hey, and it's a natural it, it seemed like such a natural thing. Just we're gonna just put in these different elements of these different kinds of music mm -hmm. and it just comes out. It's like a natural thing. It doesn't really there's no categories, you know what I mean? It may be an all black band, but it's just it's just music, you know. It may be an all black band with, and the music has all black roots, but it's just music. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's, it's still music, and um, I think we could probably learn a little something from that uh, these days. Even though music, a lot of times, isn't necessarily created in the same fashion. Definitely, but I, I I still think um, you know people can learn a lot from listening to other things. Like I would always tell rappers when I was like recording in the studio and things like that, and or other guys who were making music like, yo, if you start studying other kinds of music, 
you might be able to, you know, flip that into what you're doing. You might hear some man, some Indian cat play his sitar some way. Yeah. And then you want to, you want to get your bass line to play a little riff yeah. that that sitar played. You know what I mean? Or yeah, that's true. Or you want to rhyme and try to try to get your rhyme down in the pattern of that acoustic guitar on that folk song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like just different little things like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, what I can really say about today's generation, though, they're more open to all different types of music than what it was when we were children. Um, some of us just grew up with music, but mm-hmm. a lot of people um, are segregated with music also, you know. Yeah, and and you know, I, sorry for going on that tangent, but it just I we could probably we could go in a million different directions with it and come to many different conclusions. But yeah, it was just on my mind. So that's not a tangent, man. Hey, man, we we have healthy conversations here. We laugh at people's baldness, including mine, and you know, <laughs> and we share good music, man. That's what you get here on the show, man. So yeah, it's never a tangent except when you, <laughs> when I just get fired up and I just don't stop. <laughs> But outside of that, we pretty good. We pretty good. We pretty good. Um, this first song I'm going to feature, man, is is not even. Um, it's just something that's dear to me. I think I've been in a a, a real ref, a reflective state as of the last couple of months, and um, just reflecting back on things that were really dear to me, and um, um, Lisa and 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 um, Chili here, man. They they always been very um cool to me and i I was thinking back on that time um just just getting to see the girls you know what i'm saying um i never i never really knew tion so i can't i don't know you know t-boz like that but chili and left eye yes (laughs) home girls and i and i love them um one of them is still here obviously but we're just gonna start off with what about your friends man i mean just a good song good message and it is what it is let's taste it early atlanta too early LaFace. let's do this thing Early TLC's first album, man. Good album. Good Dallas Austin production. You know what I'm saying? Just real good music, man. And um, you know, yeah, just like what Joshua just said, man. It's never a change. Never a change. That's that's cool. We we might have to use that. You know, Joshua's been helping a lot. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna be listening to what you're saying, brother. We're listening to you. Shout out to Josh. What we got going on. Shout out to Josh. But you know, one thing. Um, my fault that was on me i, I pushed the button <laughs> you good like what we were talking about um 
you know, TLC briefly before we uh, got on camera. And, um, you know, that album is really a monumental album and not just R&B music or 90s R&B, but like 90s popular culture. Um, mm -hmm. Really, really a giant album. And I, I dare to say that the, even though the music sounds like it was in the 90s, early 90s, it still sounds really fresh. You know, it sounds like the 90s, but it doesn't sound dated. Really fresh. Yeah, that's true. Um, like, it's like, it's, it's honest music, you know what I mean? Um, there was something about them that was just off as uh, really down to earth, um, regardless of what they saw. Um, and I guess my point was, big and you know what about your friends big and um baby 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 yeah that's the name hey bruce bruce you cutting in and out and i don't know is it on me you cutting in and out when you talk can I you can you did my mic drop out can you hear me you're cutting in and out. What, oh, hold on. Hold on. There you go. There we are. All right. Okay. Yeah. I knew something was sounding crazy. Uh, so, saying um, those three big songs when I died, and I was very, very when that came out. And years passed. Um, was still being played like they were still being pushed by the why not by the by their label um and new material out you know two three material out those initial songs were still being played um i think that labels don't music like why we know that and you know trying to whatever but do what advantage do you feel this had back then um your label compared to now if if any or what kind brother of you ask you asking a real good question and i don't i for some reason i'm not getting you quick can we log out can can i log you out and log you back in all right okay hold on one second thank you guys for uh uh, uh getting down with us um we are just working through a couple of little technical things right here. I, I think he was asking about the, um, and you guys help me, the people who are there. Um, it, could you guys hear the question? I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to rely on you guys because I couldn't hear. And I'm just, I'm making sure it's not on just on my end. So this is where we need our interactive chat room to help. <laughs> Outside of that, man, everything has been pretty cool, man. Bruce will be joining us again in a second. I have him right here. So let's see here. Let's see. Brother Bruce. Check one, two, one, two. Who got more? Yeah, that's him right on? there. That's him. All right. All right. That's him. <laughs> all right. So um, you were asking about the advantages, and I couldn't. Okay. So um, I was saying that those songs off that first album were still being pushed. Oh, that's years right. Later. That's um, right. 
And even when they had other material out, they were still getting plays and spins on radio, TV, whatnot. Um, why do you feel that doesn't happen as much now? Um, because, oh, okay, okay. That's what we're talking about. Because earlier, um, record companies, would the deals were a lot bigger than what they, those deals were huge back then. You would get a big signing bonus. And in those bonuses, um, or, you know, in that money that they gave you so much, you got to you gotta pay that money back. So you work these records longer so you can get this money back. Even after the fact, you, you still, that was, you know, that was a big time of payola. And you, you know how that goes, man. Like, I, I remember the first thing I had to sign when I first started radio was, a, uh, you know, the, the no payolas forms, you know what I'm saying? And um, just this whole time of um, record companies had to get their money back back then, as opposed to now, I can catch Bruce with the hot single on, he's, he's hot on YouTube, he's hot on SoundCloud, and it's like, oh, okay, I don't have to put much into you because you've already hot. Now I'm just going to put a machine behind you to make you even bigger because you were already hot. You already had millions of people on your streams and stuff. So now it's just a money grab. It's who's the hottest, who has the little hot single right now. And um, whoever has the hottest single, I'm going to run with them. And that's the difference. That's the difference. Because And most of these kids are signing, not even kids. Most of these people are signing 360 deals. So they're getting all of their money anyway. They're getting everything, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to pay you up front. And basically, everything you bring in is mine. Why would yeah, you do that? that? I don't know. Yeah, and it, it's, um, I've been hearing about the 360 deals like the past two years or so. So I think it's really, it's almost, it's tragic, really. Um, it is, Bruce. When you think, but when you think about, like, what they target earlier with, with, yeah, with you, yeah, right, with Eugene McDaniels and, and other cats, what they had to go through back in the day just to try to get publishing or any yep. kind of credit, you know, and, it's like and these oh, girls are signing they publishing away. Just giving it away. Just giving it away from the jump. For like, five million dollars up front. Yeah, and it's it's um it's 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 very it's very unfortunate. Um because you know, number one, I think you know they're they're preying upon people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Looking for people to uh take advantage of and exploit. And um I don't really have the answers on how do we um, avoid this outside of education. You know what I mean? Because it's a singular person, but it's, um, I'm not going to say relative. What is it? It, It's it's singular. It's it's based on whomever that person is. Like Mm -hmm. my situation might be different as a youth as than your situation. You may not have needed the money coming out of school. I may not have needed the money coming out, you know, when I'm old enough, but, you know, somebody else might. So it's just based on how you grew up and how you targeted, how you targeted, really, because they only going to give you if they're giving you five million, bro, you're worth 15, 10, 15. If they're giving you five. And that's the way I always think, like, you know, when I take a meeting with somebody, somebody tell me, oh, yeah, we are offer you X, Y and Z. And it's like. If you see me as X, Y, Z, that means I, I must be double that because I kind of understand business. But a lot of children don't. They don't know. You know, I grew up with a mother that's an accountant. Thank God. You know, so like she kind of schooled me to things. And 
I grew up around people who got jerked in the record industry and people who did well. So it's like, okay, you know, you could kind of listen to people's stories, but a lot of people don't have that. And that's what's, that's what's, like you said, it's tragic, Bruce. It is. Yeah. Um, because you know, think, think about yourself. And you were like when you were younger, let's just say you and your production, would you have taken a deal? If somebody think about you at 19, 20 years old, somebody offers you think this is a lot of money back then. Somebody offers you a million dollars back then. Would you have taken that? Probably because I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have that. I would have too. I didn't have the proper education. Um, I actually had and now I don't know what this may have may have uh, turned into, but I actually had a situation where I, I, I was in a position at a very young age to uh, mm. possibly get some placements and whatnot. Mm. And um, I was actually scared. I was like, because I didn't know, I had no idea, no precedent, you know. So I ended up, I had one phone call with the dude. I met him in Philly at a uh, at a concert in, in Love Park, um, downtown Philly. Love Park. Or uh, Love Square, Love Park, whatever they call it. Um, Y'all know with the big old love sign. And uh, so I had some phone call, placing some beats there, and they was digging my stuff. And then I had, some, I had a phone call like the following week, but I, I didn't follow up on it because I was scared. I, I literally was scared. I didn't know what to do, how to approach it. You know what I'm saying? I was just, I'm making beats out of my bedroom and I'm skipping school to go to a concert. Um, <laughs> I say skipping school. I was in college already. But, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, I, I, it's, it's predatory. Just like I was saying, they try to get it is, man. It is. It's sad. It is, though, Bruce. Um, the thing is, is that's why we do shows like this. And um, I know I try to like being in recording studios, especially a lot more since we're open now, man. I, I love talking to younger people and just I never tell people what to do because you just never know someone's situation. But I will tell them, hey, just like I, I tell Gloria, all right, if you do this, you know, you know, maybe you, you can expect these results. If you do this, you can expect these results. But ultimately, this is your choice. You can you can choose your own. And I mean, that's just the best way to be, man, because especially if people think, oh, man, he never achieved where I want to go. Like some people think like that. So it's like, why should I listen to him? So that's when, you know, you're just dealing with a lot, man. And I never give anything unsolicited, but I really try to help the younger people, man, as much as I can, because. You don't want to see nobody get jerked, man. Nah, Everybody don't. think you're hating on them if you tell them, don't do no. You ain't never had no. You're right. I've never had that kind of money. Because if I did, I wouldn't be sitting here with you. But, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but since I'm here with you, listen to me. So, yeah. yeah I had so, to cut my grades down, man. It was it was calling me OG a little too. But, hey, yo, yo, OG, no, don't call me that. Hey, that's, that's, that's seasoning, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was telling them. Hey, man, no, no, no. I got those over the last uh, couple of years. <laughs> Remember the first time. What you I got next, home? man? What you got next? I'm gonna uh, turn up my uh my my video, so I'm I'm gonna feature you for a second, real quick, man, because okay. I don't want it. I don't want y'all to see me walk off real quick. So what you got for us next? All right. So uh, so next up is um a record that came out a year before that TLC um album, Ooh on a TLC tip. Um, I know I don't I don't venture often into the 90s, but here I go. Um, this album is by vocalist Diane Reeves. 
this was her first album. I believe it's her first album on the Blue Note label uh, entitled I Remember. This was released in 91. Uh, I don't know who played on this record. There's no credits as to who played on the record. Um, but it's just amazing music. She's an amazing vocalist. Uh, I think this is her third or fourth album. Uh, she does some great covers on here. Afro Blue, uh, which was originally penned by Mongo Santa Maria. Uh, Love for Sale, which is a, a, a timeless joint originally written by Cole Porter, I think, in the 40s. Um, we even got a uh, Dorival Kami. Um, Dorival was a uh, famous Brazilian composer and musician. We even have one of his compositions on here. Uh, even got a McCoy Tyner cut. Uh, but joint I'm going to play was originally a song i want to say it was from a musical of some sort I, I could be wrong or from a movie uh and that is softly as in a morning sunrise um, softly as in a morning sunrise so yeah that song um when i came across her version um I don't think I was necessarily like hip to the song in a uh, in an overt manner, but when I heard it, something clicked. I was like, I know that, you know. And it was just one of those. It makes you feel feel good to hear come across music like that that you didn't really know, but you did know. And now it's like ah. Um, so yeah, Diane Diane Reeves, softly as in a morning sunrise from her I Remember album. baseline. sing it when I'm listening to it you know um, the lyrics are poetic um, and you hear her she's just a master very masterful vocalist um, she's one of those vocalists who can really um, emote in between the words you know she can she can bend 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 the words and you know you can start off on one tone at the beginning of the word and end off 
you know, with another emotion by the end of the word. And that's just, to me, <sighs> Diane Reeves, man. And this is this a really me good of a album. Sunday. Yeah, Sunday from... This is a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Sunday eating in a, eating on the outside bakery. You know what I'm saying? And just, you just hear this music. Oh, no, it's just beautiful music, man. Riding with yeah, your love, and, um, like when you hear this, when you hear that type of voice. Yeah, so this, What's that? That's what you said. That was sixty something. That's another sixties record. Nah, it's from ninety one. What? Right, yeah, this I heard is you 91. say something about TLC, and I was like, whoa. Oh yeah, it, it came out a year before TLC. That, that's um, crazy. TLC. So, yeah, this is ninety one, man. This was the third album. Um, like I said, I don't know. Who played on the album? There's no cover. I mean, there's no credits. Um, but this song is just my joint. And you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of snobby folks out there who seem not to like jazz music or arm soul music or be whatever you want to name names. They seem to not like it outside of out of certain areas. And it's like, I mean, I get it. We all have, we all got our individual tastes, and that's cool. That's cool, right? But I really think if you if you love music, I really think you're doing yourself a monumental disservice if you don't continue to seek out um, the, the joy, the possibilities of joy that that are that are here that await you. You know what I'm saying? Just because it don't fall in a certain age, I mean, year range or, or, or whatnot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't let those biases take your mind over. You know, yeah. you gotta be open, man. Like, come on, man. Come on. I'm to get you, He-Man. So, yeah, Diane, Diane Reed. Shout out Diane Reed. Yeah, for real, because that's a beautiful song. I'm adding that I'm one, Bruce. Uh, Bruce, I'm adding that one. I'm telling you that now. <laughs> You're gonna be hearing me, Sonny. You're gonna be hearing me walking around here just singing, bro. You're gonna be like, man, come on, man. You got me for my yeah, I did, Bruce. I had to get you. I got you, bro. That's all right. That's nice. That's something I, I feel like when um when I move, I, I feel like I want that to be the first song I play. Hey. Like, yeah, that that that's like a greeting, you know, have a nice little get together. Not me, but you know. <laughs> You know, in my mind, I have a nice get together and I'll play it. Yeah, I'm weird about that. Um, this is a record I found recently. I found this within, um, gosh, I want to say, um, within the last week and a half, week, two weeks, somewhere in that, I was in Record Jungle. And every time I go to Record, not Record Jungle, I was in Record Surplus in Santa Monica. And, um, every time i went in there they always had an amp fiddler record in there and i was always like is this the record and no and i went in there i just happened to go in there and this record was sitting right there and um this is amp fiddler and um will sessions and the song uh the, the one name of the album is called the one but the name of the song i'm getting ready to play for you guys right now is called lost without you i've been looking for this song for a long time like i said i listened to a a lot of uk radio so this is one of those songs that i discovered from uk radio and uh, we'll get into the year and all of that after we come back
for this record since 2017 that's when this dropped and um i finally had the opportunity like i just that's a good a good thing you can even see the price tag still on it here i bought it for 24 dollars and 66 cent um at record surplus in santa monica i just happened to go in there um, this is something i've been walking in that store for <laughs> religiously for two years looking for this one record and I didn't um I never tried to look for it on Discogs or something like that. So sometimes you can still catch records in the wild. You know, that's the that's the word everybody says now, Bruce. In the wild. So I caught this record out in the wild. And um, yes, man, I, I loved it, man. Just a little modern funk, little something, man. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Will Sessions and Amp Fitler, the one album. I can't hear you, brother Bruce. My fault. I was on mute. Will Sessions hey, hey. Um, was out of Detroit, I believe. I don't know. I, don't know. I think it's so. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's named after Will or if that's the name of the group. Um, but they're out of Detroit. And they've been doing some really good stuff for a long time. Um, through, Featuring through Dames Brown. Dames Brown is, I think, the group here. Dames Brown. Dames Brown. Oh, like female yeah. thing. So Will Sessions is the Will Sessions is the Will Sessions you're thinking about. Okay. And then you know Am Fitler and, and Dames Brown are the women that's in the background getting down. <laughs> All right. Or in the foreground, really, because they are yeah, you know, those vocals for real. Were sharp. Um, but for I had real. to run off real quick because you had mentioned Amp and um know where you were going with it but i was like is this the album you might be talking about this um this is say that again i've bro. been looking for that album also yeah so this is um his debut album yep uh as a solo artist as a solo artist and it came yeah. out this is actually your it only it only was pressed in europe um mm. but uh i know it had the late great uh, uh, Jay Dilla or JD co-produced two songs on here. Um, it's I met a really him at cool Nam. I met that? him at Nam like two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. He was just walking around like looking real kind of cool, and I was like, "Am Fiddler," and he was like, "Yeah, that's always me." <laughs> and I said, oh, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, man. He Talented brother, and he's been around the game for a long time, man. Started off yeah. with funk in the 80s, you know. Um, and he mentored a lot of a lot of cats, JD, and a lot of people in Detroit. I think he was uh always putting younger cats on and teaching them things, whether it was how to play keys or program drums and yeah. different stuff. Um, so he was almost like uh well, I, I don't want to say he's he's like he's older than the person I'm gonna uh uh 
relate him to, but uh, he was almost like Kobe Bryant in the sense where he was like between two eras and he would put right. on for the cats who then came after him. You know what I mean? Trying to put right. them on. You know what I mean? Um, That's right. So he's a, definitely a, a really important cat um, in, in modern, an unsung artist in modern music mm-hmm. history. Um, so yeah, shout out to Ant Fiddler. Um, and I got to give this album one more listen. And if I don't want it, it's your copy, brother. So All I've right, had this well, album hey. for years. But I hope you I don't find not, nothing on that that you like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, like my whole thing is, um, even if if it's in my collection, chances are it's good. Yeah, you know I mean, it's like ninety nine point nine percent chance I feel it's good music. You know, you know what I'm mean? saying? Maybe I slip up along the way and do something on the shelf without paying attention, but I doubt it. Um, at this point, it's good. And this is a really good album. It's just not something I had put on for a long time. So when mm-hmm. I have albums that I haven't pulled out for a long time, what I what I tend to do is, you know, trade them, sell them, give them off to somebody ah. because it's not really doing any any good, just kind of wasting away on my shelves. You know what I mean? Right. I don't. I don't necessarily, I'm not the kind of like, I don't even like to call myself a collector, but I'm not the kind of collector that, um, you know, just, just has things. It's like, it has to serve a purpose in my life. You know what I, I mean? Agree. Like, that has to be doing something for me. Um, or it plays some kind of active role in my life, you know, to the point where it's in my head, you know, um, I can recall it or at least think about it. So, you know, don't. When you when you amass a certain amount of music or whatnot, certain things tend to fall to the background, get lost in the shuffle, That's and true. you know it's like okay, I like the album, but would I be cool with some MP3s? You know what I mean? Mm. That's just something I think about from time to time. That's always kind of how my um, that's like my thought process um, yeah. when it comes to you know acquiring things or trading any of my you know records um and then usually when i do if something if i decide to um replace something or give something away sell it trade it what have you it's usually in order to get something something new you know what i mean something that my eyes have been focused on Mm, you know yeah so uh that's just a little bit of my thought process behind um well, see, it's good to hear that because you actually, you actually, um, not only do you collect and you appreciate, but you also sell. So it's, you know, what I'm saying these are all perspectives that you know people who watch these type of shows they're learning. You know, some people are learning. Um, some people just don't know. Man, how do I sell records? How do I do X, Y, and Z? Because I don't even know how to sell records, to be honest. You know, um, I know about the grades and all of that, like that, but. Like what goes into selling records on these sites that you know you buy records from, like Discogs and things like that. What goes into that? I I have no idea. What type of fees are involved? Like people need to know that. You know, I would just want to sell yeah. my dad's records. Okay, they're gonna take this much from you. You know what I'm saying? Like I think I'm starting to get more into the business, and I'm starting to uh, turn into my mother. <laughs> well, um. You know, just in case anybody's wondering, like, only reason I really got into selling records was, um, and I'm not like no major dealer or anything like that, but. But you sell major records. 
Well, you know, I'm, I'm glad that people dig what I got. Um, it's really just, it came from me just trying to slim down. You know, I didn't feel like I needed to be attached to all this, all this, um, all this material stuff. You know what I mean? And even though it's music, it's still a physical material thing. So I was like, okay, um, do I really need all this? Is there other ways I can consume it? You know, what does this mean to me? Would this mean more to somebody else? Like I was just explaining. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't bop nobody over the head. You know, there's not no extortion prices or anything. Um, you know, I usually try to sell below the going rate just so I can, you know, move it. And I feel like it brings back good karma. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I have already invested, um, or the, the record game have, has given me so much enjoyment that I got to reinvest back in it, I feel. And that's kind of what, you know, it helps me bring things full circle. Um, like reciprocity, man. Like, you know, I, I <laughs> you let know the first time go. I heard that word was Lauren Hill. Oh, yeah. I think that's the first time for a lot of people <laughs> when they heard that word. But you know what? It's on, it's on another album. And I heard it. It's on somebody's. It's a, it's on another album, Bruce. Earlier, like early, it's like a seventies album, and it freaked me out. And they said the word recipe. She sang it the way she sang it was different, mm -hmm. but yeah, they they kind of sang it too. <laughs> this is I literally heard this literally about two months ago, and somebody was like, "Yeah, see, you thought Lauren Hill was a." You know, that's my voice for everybody old that, you know, <laughs> you thought Lauren Hill may say that. Uh, uh, no, but that is the first time I heard the word reciprocity. That's a, that's one of them words, bro. If a woman say that to you, bro, it's like, uh, you, you got me. By what you done did. <laughs> you got me. I did whatever you think I did. You know what I'm saying? I did it. You, you just said reciprocity. I did it. I cheated. <laughs> That's not even what I was saying, Daryl. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't use words like that on me. I did it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Help me. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we don't want you to incriminate yourself. Anymore. Uh, you ain't lying. So, ladies, please don't use the word reciprocity. Because <laughs> Lord Hill got me scared off of that word, bro. It's like, oh. oh <laughs> um. Oh, you know what? I'm tripping. The song I was gonna play that I have queued up right now, I just remembered I played this song a few shows back. So I'm actually gonna take it off my table and replace okay. it very quickly with um some other music that I have lined up. If anybody was wondering what I was gonna play, it was gonna be a song from The Last Poets with Bernard Purdy on drums. Uh, Blessed are those who struggle. Uh, yeah, you play. I said the dose the vibe because you were singing it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. See, I I, I remember a little bit. Blessed the dose. Yeah, because you was kind of rapping it out. Yeah. Yeah. Blessed for those who struggle. Oppression is worse than the grave. It's better to die for a noble cause than to live and die a slave. As a slave. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> so you know. Kind of following up on certain vibes from that. I'm gonna play a song that I actually dug up this weekend at a local record shop. Um, 
and it's a, a reggae joint. I came across some reggae sevens, which you don't normally find in Atlanta. A roots, roots reggae. And um, it's a song by Cat David Robinson. I don't have any info on him. I didn't really look it up. Uh, produced and arranged by the Mighty Diamonds, which were a vocal group. So maybe he was part of the Mighty Diamonds. Um, and the song is entitled Pay the Price. Um, and it's just... Uh, the basic message of the song is that everybody's got a price to pay in order to, um, you know, live, to live lives we want to lead. You know, there's sacrifices that are necessary. Um, and when I say pay the price, I mean, you know, it's almost like paying your fair share for the greater good of um, the communities at large. And that's really something that's really a, a message that I've really been um, thinking about a lot lately. You know, how can I, um, you know, pay the price myself? You know, you know um, I was just talking about how much the record game gave me and not, you know, I gave records back. But in, in larger life, how can I pay the price? Um, you know, I, I live a lot of us live. If, if we sit here watching this right now, we live privileged lives to some to a certain extent you know what i'm saying so it's like um and there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes um i'm talking about outside of our lives that we don't even know about that allows us to live the lives that we live so you know how are we going to make the most of this how are we going to um really give something back to the society um and the communities that we're thriving in you know um so yeah David Robinson, pay the price. sacrifice young and old big and small small um you know that's just uh that's just something that's on my mind a lot it's an idea that's on my mind a lot and um you know i'm trying to find trying to figure it all out um for myself and what that means and what that looks like in my life uh, so yeah david robinson Not the average. It's time. It's so hard. 
get so high. Cost of living getting so high. But yeah, man, um, and the dub is nasty. I was definitely um on my little my little little rock, little rock dance um, um in the bedroom <laughs> the day after I bought this one. Uh, it's definitely a jam. David Robinson, pay the price. Produced by the Mighty Diamonds. And all my reggae 45s are all, I label the sleeves just like this <laughs> on all of them. <laughs> the artist name, the song, you know, and a little, little quick little comment in the tempo. I, I label all my reggae 45s like that. Just one of those little things. So, yeah. That's crazy. Well, I guess what I'll be taking us, uh, is this the takeout period? Hey, I guess I'll be taking. Okay, I guess I'll be taking us out with um, a selection from um, a good brother who passed away late December, K-Max. He, they passed away, I want to say, December the 29th, somewhere around that time. And um, he passed away and left us with an EP right here. Uh, it's called Selections. And um, the song I'm going to feature from the good brother, um, uh, boy, this song is called Slow Motion. Um, Bruce saw me open this right when we were just sitting there i didn't open it like i've had it for a second it's just been one of those things i really didn't want to you know what i'm saying i was just going to just kind of keep it um but music is to be played and i'm going to play this song right now it's called slow motion i think the song i played uh when when you and i were on the on the on the joint was cuddle but i'm going to play slow motion and this thing hits you get ready to hear it taste it <laughs> I'm tired of being around the bush, listen to me girl, I'm tired Put all the lights down low We're about to get in the groove Oh yeah baby Tonight's the night can show I wanna put you in the mood don't worry, worry about nothing Your wish is my command Wish is my command I'm gonna take my time It's part of the master plan Ride with me, baby In slow motion Rest in peace to the good brother K Max. Um, Rest in peace. I'm, I have been listening to this on Bandcamp. Like I said, I've been really fighting playing the record um i don't know what was the difference but I, I guess it was something for cutting that for the last time you know what i'm saying um this you heard it <laughs> it's just something that really 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 got a lot of heat too man and um i'm i'm happy that uh 
you know, I have this in my collection, man. Yeah. Shout out to the ologist. Yeah. Peace, brother. Peace, ologist. Now, um, K Max, was he he was from like Northern Cali, I think? Something like that. San Francisco, yeah. One of the sweater funk gentlemen, man. One of the guys that are part of the sweater funk crew really got, you know, got down and um man, that's a funky bunch up there, man. He'll definitely be be um be missed in uh, not only in the funk scene, but just in in that er- in that area, bro. Just a good guy, real good brother. Um, we followed each other on the they might be taping page. Um, that's when you know that actually used to be the uh the get down Atlanta page. So that's where you know we kind of linked during that time period. Yeah, that was the get down Atlanta page initially. But um, yeah, man, just a real good brother, man, and you know. Again, he'll definitely be missed, you know, all over. Yeah. So if you guys have the funds, go out and, you know, check this album out, man. Cause, uh, you know, you don't want it to be one of them ones that when it's gone, it's gone, you know. So you have the opportunity. I think I'm going to get another one just to keep it sealed, to be honest with you. Um, I'm definitely going to do that. Yeah. Sweater Funk has an entire squad, like a bunch of monsters, man. Shout out to Yan B up there, too. But it's, it's a bunch of monsters up there monsters yeah right all right so um i I was gonna ask i was gonna say something or ask a question like 30 seconds ago and it completely uh slipped my mind um so (laughs) (laughs) is is there anything you want to end us off with today brother Uh, no i'm good man any, any ideas any feelings um no no man to be honest with you man i'm just Thank, thank, thank goodness for everybody still being here and being able to connect with us. Um, that's always fun. And um, we're just doing our best to try to give you guys the best shows that we possibly can. So, you know, um, send us, hit the music is the key, um, at music is the key page. I didn't even run any of those banners today, but um, hit the, hit us up. Um, I'm going to let this scroll for a second. Hit us up, man. Um, follow us on music is the key. Um follow us individually you follow us on music is the key you'll you'll have everything else from there um i'll run this one banner so i'll run this banner for bruce so you guys can follow him man check him out bruce is out here doing big things um and make sure that you follow him and, and get behind everything that he's doing because i'm telling you he's a problem <laughs> um, i ain't doing too much oh good plan you, oh, man, they shooting this movie out here, and I, I swear it's another Fast and the Furious. Like, all you hear is, yung, yung, yung. <laughs> you know, I'm not much of a movie buff, but I think another one of those films. <laughs> 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 but next, next, next one, you know, they're gonna be like racing on Mars or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, man, I want to be the first one here, <laughs> man. <laughs> Oh boy, what you got um, for us? How you want to close this out, brother Bruce? Um, you know, uh, I want to say I was gonna try to play some music earlier. Um, and I, maybe this would have came up when I was playing the last poet's record, but um, I know the whole uh George Floyd um case is is on trial right now. And um, I don't really want to necessarily speak about um, what we already know, 
but um I just want I just wanna leave people with a um something to think about um briefly if I may. And um cause I feel like it's kind of my responsibility. Um if I have I have certain thoughts and I have platforms. So I have to kinda I know this is it's not necessarily music related. I would have tied in the music, but you know, unfortunately, I played that record a couple of weeks ago. Speak on it, but, tell um, it. You know, I, I want I want people to kind of think about. You know, we feel upset that um, police killings continue to happen um, to black and brown folks, um, just at a crazy, crazy rates, right? And and it's something that's that's been going on for ever. You know what I mean? Since since the beginning of this of this country, before they became the boys in blue, you know they was running across um, the Mason Dixon trying to bring you back. You know, um, so this has been going on for a long time, and I want you know people want some sort of justice out of this, which is understood. We all want some sort of justice out of this, right? Um, and we're tired, 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 tired of seeing our um, justice system perpetrate injustices. So we have a situation like this um, where somebody uh, perpetrates just an, an ungodly act against another human being, right? And then we look to that same justice system to provide justice. How does that work? Um, I just want to leave it, leave that there. I think we need to have imaginations. I need to, I think we need to have greater imaginations about um, the possibilities of a new world, um, you know, where we have um, new solutions um, better solutions so that we don't have to turn or so that we don't have justice systems committing injustices and we have to turn to these same justice systems to try to bring us some closure. Um, mm. So what does the world look like? How do, how, what does the world look like where we, um, where somebody like that, you know, cowardly police officer um, gets there, um, or or we as a community get justice, or family gets justice for the deeds of a cowardly individual. You know, what does what does that look like um, in a world where we don't necessarily have to turn um, to these authorities for justice? You know, what other solutions can we find? Uh, I just think that's something to think about. A lot of times it's hard to think about because we got feelings or we don't know anything else. But, uh, you know, if we want to live in a better world, we have to have imaginations. And these are things we have to think about. Um, if anybody wants to holler at me on IG, at Bruce Phillips 15, we can talk, whatever, man. So I just wanted to get that out there. Yeah. I thought it was a. I'm gonna leave you with that one this week. Not that it's nothing else I really could say. You you eloquently said that, and that was 
it was beautiful and it was heartfelt and it needs to be said and i'll leave it at that before i make it ignorant so because <laughs> we are we know me i once i start revving and revving it'll go somewhere so yeah that was beautiful man for real i don't want to i don't want to make i don't want to take nothing off of that that was that was well said that was well said well you're gonna you're gonna give us the little rhyme our, our limerick at the end you know now comes the time Well, we reached the end of our show. Music is the key as far as we can see. And we oh. do hope you enjoyed. So, signing off, I'm Bruce Phillips. And this is my brother. And Jay. I'm the man without no hairline. So. 